Today you guys are in for a treat. I have brought on one of my Soul Align clients, Megan Estramera, to chat all about her spiritual journey and all of the different things. Stay tuned to check it out. Hello, and welcome to Those Late Night Visitors. I'm your host, Stephanie Marie, a psychic medium and spiritual business mentor. Having been a medium since I was a child, I am wildly passionate about mediumship, spirituality, intuition, the paranormal, and everything in between. This podcast is going to blow your mind with all things psychic and witchy. And if you're not a believer yet, I promise you that will change. I'm so glad you're here. Now let's get to it. Hello, hello, beautiful souls, and welcome back to another episode of Those Late Night Visitors. Today, I have one of my clients that I love so very much, Megan Estramera, here with me, who is a spiritual entrepreneur that has activated her gifts and started her own business. So, Megan, why don't you introduce yourself? Hello, Stephanie. Super excited to be here. My name is Megan, and I live in Florida. I am currently building my business. I am a Reiki master, tarot and oracle reader, and mindset coach. My nine to five, I work at our local K through eight school where my children also attend with me. And that's about it. Oh, you are talking yourself so down right now. But Megan is absolutely amazing and her gifts are incredible. Having been with her on this journey and really helped to guide her, I am telling you, she is absolutely magical and her Reiki abilities, in addition to her oracle and intuitive abilities, she is pure magic. So why don't we dive right in? Let's start with how your gifts come through. So when you are getting an intuitive hit, what does that feel like or what happens to you? For me, when I get an intuitive hit for my yeses and noes, I feel it in my body. For my yeses, I will feel it in my upper body and my nose, our lower body. A full body yes is almost like, you know, the fair things where you have the hammer and you've got to hit it and the lights go all the way to the top. That's how my full body yeses are. Like it starts from my feet and goes to my head. And then a full body no, I feel in my gut. And it's just a not a good feeling. I am claircognizant. And I just know certain things. They just come to me. A clairvoyant, but my clairvoyance, I see things in my mind like just like flashes of images. It's just flashes of different still images almost. Clear audience, I will hear almost like I'm talking to myself, but it's not me. And it's not always my voice. I will hear other people's voices as well. And that's, yeah, that's how my gifts come through. So let me ask you this. So you have a plethora of gifts. It's not that it comes through one way to you. But one was, and we didn't talk about this before the episode, so you might take a minute to think about this. What is the first memory you have of your gifts, experiencing your gifts? It's probably, probably then when my great grandfather passed away and he was here in the house that I lived in at the time with my grandparents and my grandmother was taking care of him. 
so when he passed, I remember, you know, I had, I don't remember if I was just trying to go to sleep or if I had woken up, but I saw him like at the foot of my bed and he told me, which I've never told my grandmother, he told me to tell my grandmother that he was okay. And like, that was it. But I kind of talked myself into thinking that it like never really happened. Like I just, that didn't happen. You just dreamed it. You made it up. But that would be the first time that anything ever came across like that. That's interesting. Cause I, I had a similar experience when I was younger. It's, you know, like, it's just crazy that we do, we talk ourselves out of it that, yeah. Oh, that didn't happen. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, if I tell my grandmother this, she's going to think I'm insane. <laughs> so sorry, Gramps. But well, now, were you raised in a super like religious household? No, not really super religious. Before I was born, like my grandmother's Catholic. My great grandfather was Catholic, but that was never pushed on to any of us growing up. Not religious family at all. We just never talked about stuff like that. And, you know, there's actually a dream that I had when I was even younger. My uncle had cancer when he was little and he went through a lot of surgeries, a lot of in hospital, long hospital stays. And I had had a dream once when I was even younger than what I was just talking about. And I could like see all these lights and it was not a normal hospital or operating room. And you know, that experience I did talk to my grandma about and I feel like she wrote it down somewhere, but like talking about a dream wasn't really, you know, a scary thing, but talking about like, Hey, I just saw your dad who just <laughs> passed away. I was like, she's no, she's going to be like, um, what did you eat before you went to bed? I mean, fair, fair, but you definitely, you know, I have no doubt that you actually saw him and talked to him. Today, I'm like, yeah, you definitely did. But at that time, I was like, girl, go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, you know, you said you were around 10. So you go through school, you kind of shut your gifts off. And then when did, because we're around the same age. So when did they turn back on for you? What was that like? Not until I was older did they turn back on, but I started getting interested in tarot. There was this metaphysical shop right down the like hall from this plaza that I worked at when I was 14. And, you know, I had, I want to say it was probably like my first or second paycheck. And I walked myself down on my break and bought myself a tarot deck and got a little book. And, you know, I would practice and read this book and, you know, study it. And then I moved from that house and I still, I couldn't tell you where that tarot deck went, but around that time, I kind of got it started being interested in it again and then let it go. Had a few experiences in my house that I'm in now where I couldn't get out of a bedroom. Yeah, I was like locked in this room. I was on the phone when I wasn't supposed to be and got off the phone and went to leave the room and it was locked, but there was it wasn't locked because the lock was on my side. And I'm like, okay, I'm just going to go lay back down in the middle of the room and pretend that I've been sleeping this whole time. So there was that experience. And then I was probably 17. So my brother was a baby, but he wasn't home. And I would hear a baby crying and calling for his mom. Nobody was home. 
anywhere. And then not until a few years ago, two years now, did I accept the fact that I actually do have gifts and I want to acknowledge them and I want to make them stronger. And that's where I'm at now. We all have different things that kind of bump us into alignment so that we do go down that path, right? Like for me, it was this traumatic breakup and then being forced to resign from a job like within, uh, within the same calendar year. So I had no other place to turn besides myself and really look within. And that's when I actually found Gabby Bernstein, who we were speaking of (laughs) before we got on the call. Was there like, I don't want to call it traumatic because it doesn't have to be traumatic, but was there an event that kind of sparked this for you? A triggering moment for sure. It was during COVID. So 2020, I was a nutrition coach at the time and I was opening a brick and mortar business where we would do protein shakes and, you know, energy teas and things like that. And I decided to quit my job that I had been at for nine years and go headfirst into this, you know, opportunity is what I was looking at it as. And I had this, that gut feeling that this is not what you're supposed to be doing. But I had a family member call me and tell me, you know, you shouldn't go back to school, you know, whatever you need, like, we'll get through this, you know, just focus everything on this business. And my stomach, my gut is like, no, 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 that's not how you need to go about this. I didn't listen. I dove head first, you know, playing the fool in tarot, taking that leap. And... I basically fell head first and it was not a good experience. It was not what I thought it was going to be. The universe slapped me a little bit and I woke up and walked away from that. And when I walked away from it, it was like, it was tough. It was tough. And that's when I started going deep within myself and, you know, doing the work on figuring out who I was, what I wanted, how I was going to get there. And yeah, spirituality came in full force at that time. Don't know where I would be right now if I didn't take that path because it was tough. Yeah. And sometimes we do need to make mistakes or learn the lessons for ourselves in order for us to truly listen. For sure. I'd say that was one of the top three tower moments of my life. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like so many people, we have those moments, right. That just bump us into alignment and, or they, they do it to shake us up and be like, look at what's going on. Look at your life. You know, I know. And it's, it's hard because, especially because I went through mine when I did, a lot of people in my life have gone through tower moments after me and it's watching it. It's so hard because you know, they think they're at rock bottom, but they're not. And you know, it's going to get worse before it gets better for them Mm -hmm. intuitively and empathically. It's so hard to watch sometimes. Mm -hmm. 
but at the same time, I'm in the same boat as you. Like, I am so glad I didn't end up with the man that I was with. I'm so glad I was forced to switch jobs. Like, I am so glad that it has moved the way it has. But I never would have made those changes on my own. Same. Same. It's funny how the universe kind of, you know, shakes the rug under us a little bit and stacks the cups as they should, you know? And, but it's up to us to listen too. Right. That part. <laughs> Learn, <laughs> like learning to listen to what's coming through and learning to listen to yourself and your intuition and stop doubting it makes a big difference. Cause it's not always going to make sense. That's for sure. Like, and it doesn't have to just listen. Yes. But the human and the ego <laughs> would disagree <laughs> because the human and the ego are like, no, you want me to do what? No, no, that doesn't make sense. It takes a long time to shut the ego down. It's not necessarily shutting it completely off because that's why we're here, right? Like uh -huh. to experience that, but it's at least the ability to come back to that neutral spot, which, you know, it's that coming home. It's that quieting the mind. It's coming home. I love that. Yeah, no, but it's true. And how many of us allow ourselves to go into the ego and just spiral? It's easy to do. Oh, so easy to do. It's easy to do. But I love the coming home thing. It's like the perfect way to describe it. Mm -hmm. Because there's, there's just, it's just calm. It's just calm. It's just peace. And I feel like once you get really good at that in your spiritual journey, that's when everything kind of begins to make more sense. I agree with that. But so let's, let's talk about this new biz that you started because you are a person that started to develop your gifts and you were like, Hey, I need to do something with this. So what was that whole experience like for you? At first I wanted to focus like strictly on Reiki. I love Reiki. It lights me up. And I feel incredible when, you know, I give people their healings and just help people feel better. My daughter describes it as love. It feels like love. So Reiki is where I wanted to focus at first, but there's so much that starts coming to me that I want to do. So I just kind of flow with it all. I want to help people also with their mindset because there was a time where my mindset held me back from, you know, expressing myself and showing people who I was and being true to myself and sharing that with other people. So what I really want with my business is to help other people find the light in them and help them pull that out on their own, like pull it out of themselves and become exactly who they want to be. That would be my main goal.
goal in all of it. But I also do tarot readings. I do oracle readings, Reiki, and then the mindset coaching, which mindset mentor is what I like to consider it. You know what I mean? Like, cause you say coaching and I'm not, I don't want to be like, yay, you can do it. I'm very good at giving people a way to look at things differently, like shift your perspective. Like every excuse you give me, I will give you a solution. Well, and I think there is a big difference though, between a coach and a mentor, you know, and for me, mentor is just sexier and it's just like more luxurious, you know? And I don't know if I'm explaining it correctly, but I feel like when you have a mentor, when you use that phrase or word, it's more about the experience. And it's more about being guided instead of being taught. Yes. And it's funny you say that because I used to call them like, I've renamed my mindset sessions like four different times. And I think I started as like guidance sessions. And that's exactly what it is. Like I want to guide people and, you know, mentor them to look inside and find that light and just share it with the world. Mm -hmm. And, you know, being intuitively led and open, we're here to bring the light in a time that so many people need it. To get into the astrology of it, like we're recording this the day Pluto is shifting into Aquarius. So like, (laughs) I feel like this is such an appropriate conversation as this shift is literally happening. With Pluto shifting into Aquarius, we're gonna be seeing this change and transformation with the collective. You know, I mean, for the next two years, Pluto's going to do this dance into Aquarius and then back to Capricorn and back and forth for the next two years. But Pluto is literally in Aquarius for the next 20 years. Mm. So, and Aquarius is towards the end of the cycle. It is a wiser, more intuitive sign. So this shift in the collective, I would love for it to be that there are more light workers. There are more oracles really coming to be to shift the collective. Cause I think that's truly what we need. Oh, for sure. I see a lot of people being more open and accepting to the spiritual aspect of things. I used to be hush hush at work about anything that I did uh, with my spiritual business or spirituality, anything, but I carry my crystals on me all the time. Now I'm like pulling them out and people are like, Oh my God, you have crystals. Like one of the teachers got me a citrine crystal mm-hmm. here for Christmas. Another one got me a malachite ring. Like I've done tarot readings for people at school. A lot of people that I never thought would be open to the spiritual realm of things are very open to it. Well, now let's talk crystals because you left that out. Oh, yeah. Crystals. That's my jam. Big on my journey. Like big. Yeah, speak to that because you know crystals are not really my jam. Yeah. There's so much to them. I mean, I have so many. (laughs) I don't even know where to start with it. I've taken some programs on crystal healing and ways that you can use different stones, what different 
shapes are for. You know, you've got your palm stones, you've got your raw, you've got the tumbled, you've got vogel wands, you've got regular wands, so many for protection, so many for during meditation. If you have a certain chakra that you want to work on or a certain feeling or things like that, there's different colors, whatever color crystal that you want to work with to coincide with the chakra that you're working with, just hold it during meditation. I have used Vogels on my kids with growing pains. Like my youngest, she is incredibly tall for her age and she gets growth spurts really bad and her legs will always hurt. So I will use Reiki and crystals at the same time. And I just feel like the crystals bring the healing out. It enhances the healing. That's it. So using crystals on top of, you know, the healing that you're already doing, it just enhances it really. I'll carry them in my pocket, pop them in my bra. I had a smoky quartz that I will carry on me because I don't want to pick up other people's energies. I'm an empath. So the negativity that is constantly around me, I will carry black tourmaline in my pocket smoky quartz. And, you know, I have things for the throat chakra so that I'm able to express myself, but express myself appropriately. And if I forget my little sash at home, I feel it. Like I really feel a difference. So crystals have been a large part of this journey with me as well. Yeah. And I think that it's not nearly over with the crystals for you. No, I don't think so either. I can see myself with a little shop of crystals. (laughs) I do. I don't know. I keep seeing this shop with succulents though. So I don't know what that is. That's my outdoor. That's how I have it outside with my little cozy little like seating area and, you know, succulents and pretty flowers and crystals and Reiki and all the things positive and happy. Yeah. Well, we are definitely going to make this brick and mortar store happen eventually. And I think that's why it didn't work with the nutrition or the shakes because that wasn't the kind of store you were meant to open. No, it certainly wasn't. And I knew better. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay. Lesson learned. I needed those lessons. I wouldn't be where I am right now. Absolutely. But Meg does offer Reiki sessions and healing sessions and readings and mindset coaching. So if people wanted to get in touch with you, how would they find you? Um, on Facebook, my name on there is just Megan Nicole Estramera. I do have a private Facebook group that I am building and growing right now, which is Sage and Sunshine or Instagram. My username is i.am.sageandsunshine. Which just got changed today. It did. I officially made it official today. So go check her out. I'm going to put all of the links in the show notes for you. So definitely take a look and make sure to give her a follow. But Megan, thank you so much for being on the show today. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for having me. Make sure to go check out Meg. All of her intro info is in the show notes. Go check her out. She is incredible. She is amazing. And she is a Reiki goddess. If you are unsure what Reiki is, it is energy work around your chakras. 
and it can be done virtually and she is an energy worker for sure and her intuition is really strong. Go get a reading from her. Go get some Reiki for her and that's the story. So as always, you guys know how to connect with me. If you want to be on the show, shoot me a message and let's get to it. Otherwise, sending you so much love and light. Have a magical day.